Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. At United Queendom, we are huge fans of fat pigeon art. The work by Sid Spencer is frankly fantastic and the website is fatpigeon.uk so he does digital prints mugs t-shirts and so much more of your favorite drag queens or of celebrities or anyone you can think of from the uk and across the globe they donate a percentage of all profits back to the lgbtqia community in brighton and you our lovely listeners can get a 10% discount using the code uqdm22 on all merchandise Get involved, guys. And now the end is near, and so we face the. F- oh, maybe not. I don't know. We are the penultimate <laughs> curtains. The, the beefy, beefy curtains. curtains. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we hoped we would have some news for you guys today about what is um, happening, what is actually going on. Uh, we have had some meetings this week. And we are still following some leads, so we don't have an update just yet, but we are working on it. And I hope that by the end of this year, we will put up a little clip on this podcast letting with an update to let you guys know what's happening. But there are a few things in the pipeline, and we're not just talking mm-hmm. about Sam's crack habit. And, um, yeah, watch or, this space. Or, or, Ed's, or Ed's dirty sphincter. <laughs> sphincter. Um, yes, or that. Uh, so watch this space, not that space, and hopefully we will have some news for you guys soon. But yeah, positive is... things are on the horizon. I have to say, you know, I do feel I feel good, you know, and it could it could well be the beginning good. of the, the, the it could well be the beginning of something much bigger. So we'll wait and see. Yes, um, but I do think this is going to be our last Drag Race recap of the year, and it's been such. It's probably been my favorite year of doing the podcast. This has been. An amazing season and mm-hmm. talking to you, Sam, always every week just fills me with joy, always gives me a good old belly laugh. And even when me I'm too. having a shitty day, it turns it mm. into a slightly less shitty day. And same as all you guys who message us and let us know uh, how much you're enjoying it. Yeah. And have been along for the ride. Um, we're all in this together. And hopefully this is not the actual end, but we are... Definitely going to be having our break. And I think we've earned it, to be honest. I think we've earned it. I have to say, I was talking to somebody last night and she was saying, um, she didn't, I, was only, I only just met her. She'd never heard of the podcast. Rude. But she was telling me how much she loved Drag Race and um, she said it was the only thing that got, got her through having five rounds of IVF and three miscarriages. And she said that she used to watch it like even when she was in loads of pain and, and, and be like... Well, I don't care. She's not listened to the podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> but she'd watch it when she had, was in loads of pain and it was the only thing that would cheer her up so we know how important we know how important this sort of thing is well not not this season drag race uk for <laughs> that probably made it worse <laughs> but yeah other seasons uh, drag race season two uk that probably would have been a good one during all that yeah um, i mean our podcast doesn't have bad seasons we only have good seasons but it's just goes to show the importance of you know, like like we've said when we when you know when we spoke to the when we spoke to the listeners and they've sent us so many beautiful messages. You just don't know what's going on in other people's lives and how much you actually help them or affect them in any way. So, oh, absolutely! And there's so many of you guys that we haven't heard from, and that's fine because like most of the TV shows I watch and podcasts I listen to, I don't message the creators all the time. Um, but there's probably loads of stories that we're completely even unaware of that we've. And, but whatever it is, mm. or even if it's just the normal 
habit of oh we just tune in because i'm bored on the commute whatever whatever yeah input we've had we are grateful and hopefully we'll have we more. are we are just like danny beard i just can't stop crying Honestly, if I could say something to my younger self, if I could speak to three-year-old Ed, I would say, don't even bother starting a podcast because you're just going to have to end it anyway. So there's just no point. I'd say to little, I'd say to little three-year-old Sam, <laughs> don't go down that, don't get in that stranger's car, okay? You made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Not your dad, three-year-old right? Sam. Next year, World War One is going to kick off, and if you can, do something <laughs> to prevent it. <laughs> Fuck you. Should we right. this finale Denali? <laughs> finale Denali is actually I quite liked it. Um so I'm gonna give it um an eight? A seven. Do you know what I could I could do an eight with you, and the reason being because I do think finales are different from other episodes and I think finales are usually quite shit. And I think this was quite very, very good for a finale. Yeah. But I'd still think like a good finale is still worse than a good regular episode. But let's just go for an eight. But also like, I mean, I was thinking like, if, as I was watching it, you, could, like, you can't even compare it to say the finale where Willow Pill won. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that was... Like it was a whole stage show. Everybody did. Everybody did like amazing stuff, and you know that was just incredible. Because compared, it's, it's in a completely different ball game. But as far as you know, studio based ones, it was a good one. Well, yeah, and UK is always so hard to predict. Like season mm. one, the Vivian and Davina De Campo, it was really hard. I thought to tell who was going to win, and Davina had. Uh, a lot more fan support, so I thought it was going to go to her, and it didn't. Season two, Bimini had the best track record, was overwhelmingly the fan favourite, was really different. Everyone, I was convinced she was going to win, and then it was Lawrence. And last year, it was, I, by this point, I did predict Crystal, because Rue liked her so much, but Elle of a Day had the best track record. This time, you've got Danny Beard and Ch- Cheddar Gorgeous, both with a similar track record. Cheddar feels They were pretty like neck more, and neck, I would say. Yeah, the more different, like, unique winner. So I thought it was going to go to Cheddar. I, well, my prediction at the beginning was actually they were going to do their first double crowning of UK. Um, but I did not see Danny winning this on, on their own. I'm, I am quite shocked. What did you think was going to happen? Do you know what? As I was watching it, I thought, because um, I love Cheddar, but there is a consistency of, of, of you know... Did you just fart? No, I just, I just I stood up and I stood on a floorboard. For reals, I would <laughs> say if it was a fart. I remember my, I remember my, nan, used to, my nan used to fart and say it was, and said, oh, squeaky board. But this was really... <laughs> A squeaky board. My grandma used to say, um, speak up, Mrs. Brown, you're through. And it's... <laughs> Sorry. My gran used to, used to fart and say, thank God I'm wearing my tenor ladies, because I followed through. No, she didn't. <laughs> I used to think tenor lady was a prostitute. <laughs> in, um, in America, they call it depends, don't they? <laughs> my name was more of a fiver lady than a tenor lady really <laughs> you're a free lady um... <laughs> so yeah no i did i think i think danny's um, i think danny's actually brilliant and um you know like like there seems to be not a lot she can't do and because of uh, and because of tedder's like elegance and you know otherworldliness you can sort of you can't quite get to her do you know what I mean you can't quite access and feel you know feel the proper feels whereas I think you can with Danny yeah I think you're right I think this might have been the reason that Cheddar did not win because when you've got someone who comes on the show and they're like a fully 
realized character. Say like mm. Bianca Del Rio in season six. I think the reason Bianca still managed to get the win is because she sh- she mentored Adar and she showed she had a softer side, and she kind of let down her guard a bit as the season went on, and even cried at one point. Mm. I don't think Cheddar played into that game enough. I think Rue really wants you to like be sobbing and be like, I've been through this, I've been through that. And I think, mm. well, we'll get to it later, but there were a couple of clues as to why I think Cheddar didn't win and we'll get into it. Yeah, that. me too. I think I think we might possibly say the same thing was one of the reasons like in the chat. I think she kind yes. of shot herself in the foot a bit. <laughs> yes, I agree. Or did she? <laughs> um, well, let's get, let's get on with the show. So what they had to do this time is write and record their own lyrics to RuPaul's songs. And, but for the, this is what this... made it a bit better as well. Like we, all, we knew all the songs. Oh, you know 100%. I mean? Even though I hate, a, I hate a mega mix, but at least it wasn't some shit song that we're never going to listen to again. Yeah, and the fact that it wasn't just one RuPaul song, it was four. So like, I think it really helped. Um, yeah, it just felt a lot more fresh. The sound mixing wasn't bad, which usually on the UK, for some reason, the sound has always been really terrible. I can't tell whether I'm laughing or crying. So which which one would you want? Would you want Sissy That Walk, The Realness, Call Me Mother or Kitty Girl? Oh, Sissy That Walk. See, I wouldn't want that one. Sissy That Walk is not only my favourite RuPaul song, it's what it's a re- I just think it's a fucking great song. And, um, you know, I have... <clears throat> and if you watch me from afar, and I've, watched, and I've been listening to it on my uh, headphones, and I'm wearing particularly pointy witch shoes. Oh, I Sissy That Walk down the road, and I'm surprised I haven't been beaten up. Um, yeah, I am too. I, I would beat you up. Um, since that walk, <laughs> I do think it's one of RuPaul's best songs, but I wouldn't want to write the verse to it because I think, I think Call Me Mother or Kitty Girl lends itself better to a verse. Um, but they're yep. all good. I could have done something good with all of them. Um, so we get the chats, uh, with RuPaul and Michelle. The first one is with Danny Beard. Um, I felt like Michelle was still kind of getting at that she doesn't like the whole beard thing. Did you get that impression? Ironic seeing as she has been a beard all her life. Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, I think uh, it was it was it was a it was a chat where normally I find them quite boring, but I and I, I actually actually quite enjoyed it, and he and he made them laugh. I think you know, just they're just trying to. They're he trying made them to... laugh when he said that he got beaten up with knuckle dusters. Oh, they had a good old laugh about that one. Um, sorry. <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah, good one, Danny." Oh, and sorry. He, oh, he said. <laughs> He said they put pins in the knuckle dusters and cut his face up. I think maybe they made a homemade um, knuckle duster but used drawing pins. Yeah, of course that's what happened. But it's just shocking, isn't it? Yeah, it's really shocking. And, I did um, wonder what know, happened to his face. It does explain it now. But So it's good we got that back. No, I'm joking. Obviously bad enough. Obviously bad enough he moved, had to move schools. That is horrific. I mean, I don't mean to stereotype at all, but that is... What the kind of thing you can imagine in Liverpool. I mean, where I come from in Huddersfield, it's quite rough, but I think, I do think Liverpool and Manchester have a reputation for being very, very rough. And mm. I mean, in my school, you would you would definitely get hit, but people didn't do home homemade craft projects with to create apparatus to beat you up even worse. <laughs> um, they're too simple in Huddersfield to even come up with something like that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, and he ended it on a funny note with being like, my dad didn't mind me being gay, but he just minded me being orange. Don't you be fucking orange at that barbecue! And that was funny, and, we, and we've all seen, because I've got... I've got, you know, I've got Scouse friends and, you know, we're back... It's not... I mean, it's not as bad as it... Not as bad now as it used to be, but do you remember sometimes they... Sometimes you can see a proper Scouse orange. It is fucking bright orange. It's crazy. I remember when my dad took me to an England game in Liverpool at Anfield, which already the story is traumatic enough without anything else happening. <laughs> no, go on, you're okay, babes. 
We got out the car. There was this 10-year-old Scouse boy. And he was like, here, do you want to give me £10? I'll look after your car. And, I, and my dad was like, gave him £10. And we were walking away. And I was like, Dad, <clears throat> what on earth did you do that for? Why did you give him £10 to look after the car? And he was like, what it means here is, if you don't give me £10, I'm going to wreck your car. Oh, my God. And I was like, and I'd never come across that in Huddersfield. And let's face it, Huddersfield is not known as a posh place. But... Uh, in Liverpool and I found in Manchester, they're just places where, I mean, amazing cities, loads of amazing people, loads of amazing stuff. You went to, didn't you live in Liverpool, Sam? Or have I just made that up? You've made that up, yeah. I've never lived in Liverpool. Oh, Lewis did, my boyfriend. I thought you had gone there. because you always do the accent. But um, yeah, there are places where you do have to have your wits about you because, I mean, one, one wrong street. I've never heard that and... before. We'll, we'll give me £10 to look after your car. I, wouldn't, I didn't even think of that until, until he said, that's awful. Yeah, I mean, maybe my dad was just stupid. Maybe it was just a one-off kid who just... like Which dumb Yorkshire people are willing to I think you'd know, if you lived there, you'd know, like, you'd be like, a fucking touch my car, and you'll have to look after your own face. Yeah. Something like um, that. When we came back, the car was gone, so, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> That's £10 but well I'm spent. sure he looked after it. Um, so then we get the chat, <laughs> the chat with John Burrs, and I watched um, Silken Up My Ganache talking about the series this week, and she calls him John Bear, and I wish I'd known that weeks ago, because I would have called him that the whole season. John Bear Blondie. John Bear. Well, it just, it was a lot more, it's, it's nicer to but say. But she says in her rap, she says in her rap, um, uh, JB, like you did. Well, I think RuPaul called her JB at the beginning. I think RuPaul said, oh. I can't bear to call you John Burrs. Oh, I thought that was you. Yeah, I think, and I think I took Ru- RuPaul's lead on it and said, yeah, I'm going to oh. use JB as well. But she says that she manifested this being in the finale, which there must have been some witchcraft going on because I'm still confused as to how it happened. And the weirdest thing about this, and I know this is very on brand for United Queendom, so I won't be a hypocrite and turn my nose up at it. But it was very strange when she said, basically her sob story was, I used to be scared to fart before I made my friends, but now it's a poo party. <laughs> no! No. It wasn't even related to a question. She didn't say that. He said, I used to be too afraid to say boo to a goose. And then now it's a boo party. She did not say that. Not a poo party. Why would she say that? Are you you serious? Is that what she said? (laughs) Yes. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just go to show where your brain goes. No, she said. I was too afraid to fart. I was too afraid to fart. Now it's a poo party. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. She said I was too afraid to see boo to a goose. Now it's a big old boo party. A boo party. I still think I'm right because I do remember she said boo to a goose. And then she said, I wouldn't even fart in front of my friends. Now it's a poo party. That's what she said. No. Wouldn't you say a boo party made more sense? Yes. Well, that, we that was my whole comment here, was that I don't understand why she said this, it didn't make sense, but now, so, so I guess it would make sense that I've misheard, <laughs> but I'm, I don't know, I'm feeling a bit dented in my pride here, I kind of want to stick to my guns. I'm wondering whereabouts you go to for one of these poo parties that you speak of. I imagine Berlin. <laughs> it's time for a poo party! Was it like a German Scheiser party? That's the thing, isn't it? Because I remember they used to always German talk about Scheiser party in in South Park. Because in South Park, Eric Cartman's mum used to do German Scheiser porn, didn't she? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it always no, about poo? Against... Even when the, even when the show is not talking about poo, I mishear it and insert it in anyway. That's because giant... you're uh, fecally. Um... <laughs> 
Fico, uh, let me think of something. Um, Fecally minded. Can I just can I just say one last thing that's disgusting? Well, um, you don't. This watch is the, the last. Ohio- this is the last disgusting thing you'll say this year, is it? I've highly doubt. Well, on the podcast, obviously not off it. Do you know? Do you ever watch Real Housewives? Uh, I've seen. I've seen a lot of them. Obviously, I know the shtick. I know what it's about. So yeah. there's one called Ramona, and she has been exposed on on television. She's Real Housewives of New York. Because she, during an argument on the show, pooed on the floor by accident. Oh my God. And she what? was wearing a robe because they're in a hotel and she saw well, So she sharted and stuff came out. Well, I'm still very confused as to what happened because it was a ball of poo on the floor and she said she had pants on. So I don't even know how that happened. But oh yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been on TV. She's been a reality star for years. She's a, like quite a wealthy famous woman and it's just it's, it's just very shocking this has happened I've, I've watched the video multiple times i can't quite believe it what you've seen you could you can watch, wait is she is she shamed or is she like fine about it she's like a bit ashamed but not as much as she i mean all the headlines are saying ramona casually poos during argument on real on real housewives and it's like it was, it was far too casual for my liking i mean usually you'd think that would be quite an embarrassing moment especially on camera yeah you'd but be like yeah. That's that's what I think of you. See, that's how annoyed I am. I've shut myself. Now lick it up. Uh, right, no more disgusting things. Sorry. Although, if you guys are still listening to this podcast after this long, you must like this stuff because otherwise, <laughs> also, I don't know how. Also, I was talking about um, the help the other day, so I think it's I think it's um, appropriate to say, eat my shit. Oh, the pie, yeah, Olivia. I've forgotten her last name. Eat my shit. Um, Olivia. Octavia Spencer. Oh, shit, Octavia Spencer, yeah. I watched that film, um, Ma, that she was in. I enjoyed that. Oh, it's, it's so al- good, isn't it? It's almost a bit she like is crazy in it. Oh, if I was an actor, that's what I'd want to do. I'd want to be full-on crazy villain. That would be my dream role. Oh, yeah. Something camp. I'd like to be able to do a range, actually, personally. Well, play straight and something camp. Man. You'd like to be a camp villain. That's pretty much what you are now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be somewhere really different. I want to play a mole. I want to have a. Um, <laughs> very... <laughs> I'm gonna say, how many hours do I have to spend in prosthetics? The director's like, no, I think I think we're good to go. Actually, I think um, lights, camera. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm here. I know it's four a.m., but I know there's a lot to be done with prosthetics and makeup. They're like, no. None. We're, going, we're just going very realistic. Um, Sam, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I, I, and I've watched it a million times, as have you, but uh, we rewatched Batman Returns last night. Oh, and yes. honestly, because I'm so obsessed with Catwoman, I always really focus on her. But this time, for some reason, I really did put a lot more focus on the Penguin and Danny DeVito. And that is a real, yep. like, once-in-a-lifetime so performance. It's so, it's so weird, that film, because it's like, Catwoman's such a scene-stealer, and Penguin is. Mike, Michael Keaton's amazing, and Christopher Walken's amazing, and he's a scene-stealer, is really hard to say. <laughs> and it's just like, they're all just so good. And the, the, the setting is beautiful, the music. Mm. I think it really is, well, not underrated, because everyone talks about it all the time, but I just don't think it gets the credit it deserves as a real it's my favorite. It's my favourite Batman of all time, without question. I think it is mine. I thought for a while it was Dark Knight, but I've re- realised that when you watch Dark Knight, there are quite long periods that are quite boring. It is, it is very long. You're basically and waiting lot, for yeah. the Joker to come back on screen. Whereas yeah. in the in Batman Returns, there are actually no bad scenes, I don't think. It's almost And just I feel completely... like, it's, even though it's not short, I feel like it's really short, even though it's not. 
It's like it is compared to which... modern film. Well, compared to Christopher Nolan films, it is. I mean, I do, I do love uh, the Dark Knight Rises as well, and I do actually. Obviously, Anne Hathaway is not a patch on Michelle Pfeiffer, who is, but oh, I no. do love Anne Hathaway's performance as that. I think it's very interesting. In a I think I need way. to watch it again. I'm just, I was just too upset by the fact that they never actually used the name Catwoman, and for me, that's unforgivable. I know, but I think in Christopher Nolan's universe, you. It, it wouldn't make sense. Like, Michelle Fiverr's Catwoman just couldn't exist in, in a realistic setting. It almost has to be, like, a fairy tale camp world. Yeah. So they're very different beasts. But um, they're both better than um, Zoe Kravitz, let's put it that way. So let's uh, get off Batman and get on to... Black Pepper! Um, so RuPaul asked... I mean, wow, seamless. <laughs> uh, RuPaul... I mean, it wasn't a good omen when she was basically like, so you started off strong, what went wrong? And I think that's never a, never a much of a victorious um, finale no. interview, <laughs> no. is it? But she talks about her family trauma, which we've already had earlier in the season. But they did end on a positive, and it seems like there's a lot of goodwill. I think considering how badly Black Pepper did in this competition, there's a lot of goodwill for her still. So I think she's done as well as can be expected. Oh, fuck's sake. Sorry. What? What have you done? <laughs> well, when we had our mid-break, I put... The, I won't miss this. When we put our... When we put, <laughs> this! This! I won't miss. When... Uh, during, the, <laughs> during the break, I put my, my laptop on the floor and I've obviously put it on some um, chocolate that was just on the floor and it's melted into, it's mel- it's melted into my laptop. Oh, I hope it's chocolate. It's not a real housewife's thing, is it? No, it's melted into my laptop and then I put my laptop back on the bed, on the white bed sheets and it's looked like I've shat the bed. So, fucking brilliant. And it's chocolate smears all over the bed. Well, silver lining, why don't you just shit the bed now? Because if you're already going to be accused of it, you might as well have the pleasure of doing it. Do you know, I just said a minute ago I wasn't going to say anything else disgusting and now here we are shitting beds. And here we are... And also, why is shitting the bed a pleasurable experience? Because <laughs> it's freezing outside and it's warm. And it's just um, taboo. It's rebellious. <laughs> it's only warm for a bit. <laughs> and then it's rank. <laughs> well, I've never done it, so I wouldn't know. For fuck's sake, there's so much food on this bed. It's disgusting. <laughs> <sighs> oh, sorry. Okay, Black Pepper, yeah. I mean, that isn't a... Um, that's not a great start to a winning speech, is it? Like, she's clearly, <laughs> she's clearly not one. Uh, but she, she was brilliant. But um, it was just, and I think you know she was carried on through into. I mean, I would have liked to have seen Pixie Polite in the final four. Uh, but you know her, um, her lip sync was amazing, and Pixie's was terrible. So there was no, no other option. And you know she's got a great story. It's, it's been sad. Um, and she's, you know, she's had a great journey. But um, you know, she wasn't going to win it. Even though I think she's great. Pixie's been trolled to hell and back this week, apparently. So not a good week for her. Why? Well, I think just a lot of people thought she seemed quite negative and bitter on the show, which to be fair, we said as well. But um, we didn't tweet her saying it. We just say it on a public podcast, which is, yeah, which is different. Exactly. So, oh, by the way, while I remember, John Burns has tweeted after this finale saying, let me read it out because it's quite um, intriguing. Bear with, bear with, John, bear with. Bear with, Caller. Um, she said, I wonder if you'll hear what happened after the crowning and the truth of what happened. Oh, give over. And then there's loads of comments saying, please just spill the tea or don't say anything. So it's quite annoying when they just kind of tease you, but don't say it. But, um, and then I read all the comments on Reddit, obviously where I go to for my tea, and some people were saying that apparently Danny quit 
after the crowning, but I don't really understand how that would work because the series was over, so I don't know what there is to quit. How can you quit after a crowning? Yeah, I don't know how that happened. And also, uh, that just doesn't make any sense, but that was the only thing that I heard. Um, but I'm guessing... Also, can I just say, why why, why do we not have a, um, a reunion episode on UK Drag Race? Well, I think it's because um, of the amount of episodes... So I think, like, American Drag Race is such a juggernaut now and they can, they've got so much advertising space. I think they're trying to prolong the series as long as possible because yeah. and that's why they have so many non-eliminations and stupid COVID episodes, whereas I think we do have quite a smaller season, so they don't want to take away a competitive episode. I think if we had a reunion, it would mean one less episode where there was an elimination, which meant the cast would be one person smaller. Yeah. Um, whereas the, although, apparently, I heard on... Sorry, I am a rumour mill today. I heard on Race Chaser, Willem was saying that you can't always trust Willem, but apparently the the last season of Drag Race UK, well, the one that's yet to air, only had less than 50 applications from from drag queens. Really? Um, yeah, so basically if you are a drag queen and you want to go on Drag Race, if you apply, you've got a pretty good shot of getting on. Like, I don't... Because I don't know how many, like proper professional drag queens are in the UK but after four seasons th- well we're not a massive we're not a massive country at the end of the day and um you know in each town would only have like only only a big town would have more than you know a handful so i mean it it does it does make sense absolutely but, I mean, that's why um, they're relying on people from... who are getting into it yeah they're relying on people getting into it over like some people some of the queens who say they've never done a show do you know what i mean because they've just done it all at, at home on their own taught themselves via youtube so I get it. Yeah, because yeah, a, a lot of places like Huddersfield don't even have a gay bar, so they're not mm. really going to have drag queens, proper drag queens. And then a lot of drag queens that I see when I'm out and about are quite older and they, they probably wouldn't fit onto drag race. You know, like the old, you know, rough mm. and ready, kind of like bag of chips at 50 type thing, but they're not probably going to drag race. And a lot of them apparently don't want to go on drag race because um, Willem was saying that a lot of them come off the show and they, they just go back to the same gigs they had before. So it hasn't really changed their life that much unless mm. they did really well out of it. So I don't know what the truth is, Willem. It's not always the most reliable, but I do like to repeat random rumours. And lies. Conspiracy theories. That's, that, that's going to be our new podcast. Come to us for lies! Yes, Fake News Queendom is our new um, <laughs> podcast. It's not, not the best name, but we're working on it. Um, Cheddar Gorgeous, she has the last interview. Um, yeah, so we kind of mentioned this earlier. What was it that you thought she said that kind of gave it away? She might not be winning. Because she says, because she says, what would it mean to you to win? And she's like, I mean, I know obviously she's like being truthful. She's like, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing will change other than the fact that, um, you know, I'll be validated or something like that. And um, I didn't think that was effusive enough for Rue. Yes, I agree. I think that was um, something that might have clinched the decision. And all, but also, because you said she might have shot herself in the foot. Mm. I'm wondering if Cheddar wanted to win or not. I think maybe Cheddar um, want, like, wanted to get to the end. Well, I don't, she never really seemed that competitive throughout the show, apart from when she got annoyed about that lineup thing. I wonder if at this point she started to recognise that often the person who doesn't win on UK, it ends up mm. being a good thing for them because they don't get tied to that stupid um, American web series. And you don't win money if you win on UK. So obviously the money would always be a massive incentive, but they don't have that. Yeah. And... It seems like, yeah, with Bimini and um, with Davina DeCampo not winning and getting that kind of robbed Queen edit really 
made them even more popular. So I wonder yeah. if she was shrewd enough to kind of not really make a good bid for the crown at the last moment. And also maybe like maybe the series in America might not have fit with Cheddar. They might have been like, do this crazy thing. And she'd be like, no, I, this is not my brand or shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> that is, that's a good Cheddar. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I think if you're a winner, I think you're very beholden to the... Mm. Um, Amanda Beholden to RuPaul and I think (laughs) over the holder Beholden holder Um, (laughs) over the holder Boulder shoulder Um, yeah I think uh, you always have to say the right thing you can't speak out on the show you're potentially expected to go back for all winners or to be like an ambassador I think it's a lot more liberating not to win and I think Cheddar is the kind of queen like she she didn't openly criticise the show in the past, but she said she didn't want to go on if, if they didn't include trans people, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is why she waited till now. I think I don't think she wants to be in a position where she can't speak out about the show or RuPaul in future. Yeah. I think she wants to do her own thing. And I think in this interview, she made that very clear. She's like, this show is not going to be the thing that defines my career. I will still be Cheddar Gorgeous. Whereas I think Danny Beard is very willing to be that kind of Lawrence Cheney, Vivian. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like, you know what? I'll be fucking saying thank you to RuPaul on my deathbed for years to come. And all that yeah, stuff. and and also like Cheddar's Cheddar's done that show already, and um, so she's already <clears throat> she already established herself as like a TV. Yes, she's done TV, so it's like it's not really going to change a great deal of her life, other than the fact that, you know it's, it's something to say that you've won. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it's I think it's a lot to do with that. A lot of people are saying they think Cheddar's going to take over from RuPaul in the UK version if she stops hosting it. And the fact people keep saying this so much makes me think that something has already happened that I'm not aware of. Because That would work. Um, they, were like, they think they're lining up Ch- Cheddar as like Brooklyn Heights. She didn't win, but then she was given Canada. But I don't know why not winning would help you host the franchise. I thought winning would actually make that better. So I don't really mm. understand that logic. But a lot of people are saying it, so I'm wondering if there's some truth to that. Another rumour from me. Rumour has it. Rumour has it. Ed Dyson has it. <laughs> Everything. Every STI you can name. Ed Dyson has it. D- um, the <laughs> choreographer was hot, I thought. I'd give him an STD. Uh, he's um, he's done it before. Did you think so? And the dancers. I thought the dancers were really hot too. I didn't think the dancers were hot. I just thought the choreographer was hot. Oh, all right then. So I give him my hit of the week, my, <laughs> my dick of the week. <laughs> my shit of the week <laughs> my shizen movie of the week um, in the workroom they're all being nice to each other when getting ready they're all getting along and to be honest I think that has been my issue with this season I have found it quite a boring season and I think it's because they all do seem to genuinely like each other mm, this was quite boring this whole scenario this whole scene yeah they don't seem very competitive they don't seem like the glory days like season 5 where they were all willing to kill each other for the crown I think that does make for better TV to be honest mm. Sometimes a cast getting on can be good, like season... Mm, all this fucking hashtag be kind nonsense. I know. We need to bring back some old-fashioned cruelty. <laughs> um, I'm joking, of course, and we probably should mention that horror... I'll let you speak on this, time actually, because you've probably already talked about it on TV and you're more eloquent than me with this stuff, but the horrific shooting in America. The massacre in Colorado? Yeah, Club Q. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is a fucking trickle-down from, I mean... Is the trickle down from everybody, everybody, all the gender critical people on Twitter, all like, you know, including you, JK Rowling, and, you know, politicians like Lauren Bobart, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, um, who like spread bullshit, like about, um, about trans women being, um, 
groomers or drag queens being groomers um you know it only takes you only need to say that sort of rhetoric enough times that it filters down to somebody who's got freaking screw loose and they do something like this so i mean this is this is this is blood on all of their hands this is exactly what the anti-trans shit is all about this is this is the end result so fucking people need to buck their ideas up before this starts happening more and more and more which it will do did you see the interview with the shooter's dad i mean this might have been fake. Yeah, and he and he said, oh, at least he's not was, gay. Was that real? That's, no, that is true. He was like, he was like, oh, that was really, really shocking. Yes, it's real. At first, at first, he was like, he said he was yeah. a Mormon. I know, really shocking. Yeah, of course, of course, he's a fucking Mormon. Religion, that's that's religion for you but all how over. How crazy is it that you th- would consider being gay more of a sin than being a murderer? I mean, the Bible also does say, "Thou shalt not kill." Yep, that's, that's not right. like a footnote. That's quite a big part of it. Um, I'm amazed that that was real. I didn't want to repeat it because I was like, I don't know if I've seen a prank online, but that is fucking no, it is. crazy. No wonder this man no, ended no, up like it's that. it's real. Thing, if that's what he's been brought up in, that kind of crazy environment. Exactly, if that's his dad, like, fuck's sake. And, I mean, I know everyone said this till they're blue in the face, and this is regardless of it being gay or trans or anything, but the shooting thing in America is just beyond ridicule at the moment. I mean, how, when will it ever end? Yeah, there's another, another one's happened since then in a, in, a, in a shop. Yeah, in Walmart. Well, another one's happened since then in a... Um... Yeah, and what well, I mean, it was. But I mean, this was the manager who shot his shot his own staff. Like you know, at the end of the day, like this is this is to do with access to guns. Obviously, I mean, like if like if you then if you if you do snap like this guy, like these people do, you're not you don't have access to a fucking weapon of mass destruction. So you know, but the the time has got been and gone for that in America. I don't know. I mean, they might have some sort of traction with the AK forty sevens and like and not having a yeah. you know not having a you know a high high yield um, machine gun available on for people to have in the street, but you know, I mean that would that would solve a lot of a, a lot of problems. But I mean, there's there's like there's no appetite for that politically. Some states, um, obviously, for a lot of people, but like. I mean the fact that yeah exactly the fact that it is even um, uh, fact that it's even a question that people think that they should be able to have those sorts of guns is you know it's just appalling. Some states are loosening their gun laws so that they're making it easier to get a gun, which is even crazier. But I actually think that this is to do with I bet I think most of the main politicians and people in charge in America probably agree that guns should be banned, and I think they think if we give in to this, it's going to be we're going to lose all the other awful stuff we stand for. And I think it's just become like a real stubborn thing of like, no, we have to stand our ground. Because if we lose that amendment, then who knows what else we'll have to give up. And But I just think it's crazy. I mean, they don't even... Yeah. Even when their kids are dying in school, they still stick with this these stupid right to bear arms. It's just like... it's It's quite like... And then, and then some, and then conspiracy theorists, some conspiracy theorists like Alex Jones, for example, um, from the one show, then spread lies that it was, um, that it, that it, that it wasn't, no, no, <laughs> Alex Jones is this awful shock jock and he's just been, he's basically, um, said on his podcast over and over and over that the Sandy Hook, um, Kids, you know, when the um, like nineteen children got killed, um, that it was, it was a false flag operation. It didn't really happen. It was for political reasons, etc. And then the parents of the kids who've been killed were then trolled by right wing lunatics, saying, you know, so then, so not only has your child been murdered, but then you um, you fear for your own life because people are saying you're lying about your own child being murdered. So I mean, this is the sort of America they have at the moment. Well, I mean, I know a lot of normal people 
in my life at the moment who believe very weird conspiracy theories. It's become a lot more normalised and it is quite worrying. There, There is a war on truth these days. People will believe some yeah. crazy shit and they're not crazy people, but they just... I think you can fall down quite a dark hole, especially on the internet. And mm-hmm. uh, But speaking of very dark, tragic, sad, awful ab- abominations, can we talk about RuPaul on the runway? Shut which up. was um, the worst makeup I- I've seen from her. Well, apart from that one in Down Under the first week. So I have a theory. This is what happened. Well, it's not a theory. This is what happened, actually. Raven, the drag queen, guest judged on the panel and... For the first time ever, she was judging and she went out to celebrate afterwards. Yeah. She got absolutely wasted because she was having a big night, big moment for her on TV again. And she got absolutely wasted. She had the massive hangover. She called in sick and RuPaul was forced to do her own makeup. And that is how this happened. And it looked awful. Oh, you're saying that's the truth, are you? (laughs) Well, I have a very good source, um, which is that I think it happened. And it don't get much better than that, does it? <laughs> so, so he, here you are. He, sounds, it sounds a bit like a war on truth to me, but there we go. <laughs> well, what do you think happened? What other explanation could there possibly be, Sam? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I didn't really notice, to be honest with you. Like, um, but then I have to say, I was watching and didn't have my glasses on, so um, there's that. <laughs> Lucky you. Honestly, if you watch this, then RuPaul, you could see... You know how when you look at RuPaul in drag, you can you can barely see Ru as a man? You could see Ru, boy, man mm, Ru's yeah. face in the middle of that drag queen. And it wasn't so cute. <laughs> um, right, let, should, should we critique this, <laughs> oh, um, dear. this performance, this mashup of Ru's songs? Before they mashed up Ru's face for the runway. Yeah, I liked it. I did. I, I liked it. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was good. It was like you know. Uh, I thought Jomba's was actually really standout performance. Um, the, her her um, her verse was quite Ooh, good, Black and Pepper. the chor- and the choreo was good. Black Pepper. Bl- uh, no, Jomba's. I thought Jomba's was Jomba surprised me. Uh, Black Pepper less so. Uh, Cheddar I thought was good, but again, like not a lot of energy. Even though I thought it was you know classy and otherworldly, but that's you know that's the brand. And uh, yeah, and Danny was and Danny was fantastic. Yeah, I thought Black Pe- Pepper had a solid verse, but I didn't think that she sounded good. But she danced well, so overall, I thought it was a good night for her. Mm. Cheddar, I agree, lacked a bit of energy. She looked good. Danny was good, but I felt like she got less screen time than everyone else. But I don't know if that was just because. She wasn't rapping. Mm. And then Jomba's, I disagree with you, because I feel like she stole that flow from Trixie, because Trixie did a verse on Kitty Girl, and I think she just stole her exact delivery and just changed it to stupid Irish stuff, and I wasn't impressed by that, to be honest. <laughs> um, so no one blew me away. <laughs> stupid Irish stuff. Um, yeah, stupid fucking Irish stuff. Give it a rest, love. Um, I dance like my dad as well. I, f- I fight like my dad as well. Um, so let's get... You don't, don't you fucking knock Bewitched. I goddamn swear to you, don't you dare. I'm going to see Bewitched next, in two weeks at the O2. I'm back in the box, baby. What? Yeah, I can't believe they're actually playing the O2. But, um, but them and Blue co-headlining. Oh, wait, hang on. What, on December the 12th? Not Blue Hydrangea. Yes, it is the 12th. Oh, hang on. What, the O2 in London? Yeah. It can't be the 12th, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing um, Blue on the 12th. Um, in Brighton. What? That doesn't make any sense. Maybe I've got the date wrong. Let me check this. God, you listeners must be on the edge of your seat right now. I really envy you. Um, oh, it's the 13th. Mine's the 13th. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm wrong. 
But um, yeah, Blue and Sam and Ed go through go through their diaries. You're going to Brighton to see Blue. Why? Is it a flyby visit? I'm joking. Sorry. Well, you know, like um, it's part of the uh, basic. You know, I'm cons- you know, I'm also a PR consultant at Times. Uh, the company that I'm doing some work with, they are. It's like a Christmas trip, so we're all going down there, staying staying in a hotel, seeing. But I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was Bewitched and Blue, so it must be, mustn't it? So that's very exciting. Well, I don't know if Bewitched necessarily will be at your gig. They're just at my gig. It's probably because. Well, I'm assuming they're touring together. Well, I, maybe it's because it's the O2, so maybe both bands couldn't fill the O2 alone, so they just had to join for that one. Because mm-hmm. it, it's very weird to me. But then also, I can't believe that N-dubs have sold out the O2. I mean, I'm not being funny, and I don't have anything against N-dubs. I actually have interviewed them many times, and I like all of them. But they, they didn't have many hits that I remember. In fact, they didn't have any hits. They had... Dappy had the one with Tinchy Strider, but that was a Tinchy Strider song. And Dappy had a solo number one, and Talise had a solo number one. But as a band, they barely had a hit. The thing is, they they're very they are very popular. Well, no, but people love them. They um they were massive and they were massive of their day. And um you know and like and I don't particularly like Endubs either. But um they weren't. I was there, Sam. You know they've got they, they weren't. They had like one top ten. They had like two top ten songs, and both of they've got a lot of fucking. They've got a lot of fans. Well, obviously you're right, but I just, I'm shocked because they didn't have hits. So they were. They weren't like bands like Blue and Atomic Kitten. People may not think they were massive, but they actually had quite a lot of hits, quite a lot of number ones. There's a reason they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. had that. But Endubs never had anything like that. I'm pretty sure Endubs had quite a few number ones. I'm going to look it up. Not now, though. In fact, in fact, no. Endubs <laughs> never had a number one. They technically could be had. They featured on the song number one, which was Tinchy Strider's song. Dappy had a number one solo hit with No Regrets and Talisa had a number one solo with Young. And then their biggest hit on their own was a song called I Need You. And no one even remembers it. You'll never hear it on the radio. And it was like in the chart for one week and dropped out. So it's very weird that they had these fans that weren't buying their music but are now absolutely coming out in droves to see them 10 years on. But, mm, but I wonder if they bizarre. just represent that kind of time. There was a specific time in music and it was very... I don't know. I guess they do represent a de- demographic. People go to these things for a bit of. They go. They go for some sort of um, like uh, what's it called? Uh, nostalgia. Nostalgia. People go because it's nostalgic. There won't be young people going to the End Dubs concert. I'm sure they'll be like. Yeah, yeah, I get. I mean, my friend was on the train last night with people going to the gig, and there were loads of girls in their early twenties wasted, and one of them was trying to piss in a Corona bottle on the train, and one of them pissed on the seat on the train <laughs> on purpose, and then let the seat absorb it up. Soak it up, bitch. Oh, my God. So what? That is, the, that is the fans we're talking about. But if they're in their early 20s, that means that during Endos, they were like 10. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe they had fans, but the fans were not old enough to buy music. So they were just casually watching uh, from afar. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I th- yeah, like kiddies. I think they were really small kids. Because, t- I mean, who our age, because we, we were quite young as well at the time, well, me more so than you, thought that Endos were cool. We didn't really think Endos were cool, did we? I mean, they. let's be honest. No, I never did. Anyway, let's get off end up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one did. The kids did. Um, so the, the last runway... What train was that on where somebody pissed in a seat? I think it was the Jubilee line. Oh, the Jubilee line, as we now call it. Uh, I think it will have been the Jubilee from the O2, from North Greenwich. Um, the Poobilee. Well, you try and get that in a Corona bottle. Good luck with that one. I, I'm not meant to be saying anything disgusting. I can't manage five minutes. Jesus. 
So the final runway, Black Pepper came out, uh, Hell's Angel in an upcycled look. I gave this a shit. Actually, I give it my shit of the week because it's only. F- oh no, it's not my shit of the week. It's not my shit. Of yeah, the week. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really like this. It was a bit. Um, it was, it was kind of mismatched. Um, it wasn't. I didn't really understand what the 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 running theme of it was. Yeah, I. I, th- I didn't think she looked bad. I just didn't think it was a good finale look, especially when she's done so many better looks. I mean, she's been quite good on the runway. So this mm. was a... I think she might have used her finale dress at some point in the series, and that's what happened, because she maybe didn't think she was going to make it, and then she had to improvise with this, which might have been her punk look back up or something. Hobble this together. Yeah. Mm. Then Cheddar comes out, um, definitely my hit of the week. I thought she looked... I think she looked the best she's looked oh, all yeah. season, apart from maybe that mushroom look she did that was pretty amazing but she's also looked good all season but this one was really beautiful and it's and it was another guy it was another geiger inspired outfit and we've we've seen this before like i think it was holland maybe with the um with the hr geiger inspired one so that's the person who designed the creature in aliens um so yeah i mean this was this was this was right on brand and i love the weird fingers and yeah, she just looks so just stunning, otherworldly. I mean, like, and when I when I did go up close, and I didn't I didn't put my glasses on, but I went up close, and I didn't realize how much detail there was in her face and stuff, and it was like it's incredible. It's very intricate. Her like looks, they're always very detailed. Yeah, and I love that. And it's quite similar to what Raja did at the finale of All Stars Seven, but she wouldn't have known that yet because she wouldn't have that wouldn't have been on TV. Um, so that's just a happy coincidence. Yeah, and I still think this was better. I don't think it's better than Raj's, but yeah, they were, they were both very beautiful in their own way. Uh, Daddy Beard does a homage to Liverpool with doing a liver bird. I thought this was good, but for some reason I didn't like it. I, I don't know why, but I just didn't, it didn't gel with me. Uh, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was absolute, I thought it was exquisite. Like the, um, the wig was like... Wow, it took my breath away, and the make the makeup going into the wig. It's like I mean, I know Michelle said this, but um, but also the the shape of the dress and like the every like it was quite simple, but also very you know constructed. Like the 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 whole neck, the whole metal neck thing, and like the the gold the gold feathers, and like I just thought it was a just thought it was an amazing outfit, like stunning. I thought it looked good. I just it wasn't to my taste. Also, I, do, I think the finale it was a bad time to cover up her beard. I mean, she's been covering it up almost all season. It's like, why even bother? You might as well have fucking shaved it off and then just painted one on for the few times you did it because you called Danny Beard. Your beard is your brand. You didn't fucking wear your beard. I don't think you wore it when you entered. You didn't wear it when you did... Um, there was another time you should have worn it that I've forgotten. I don't oh, think you make- wear make- a beard, do you? The fucking makeover challenge. And you're not doing it in the finale. So what is the fucking point? It just... I'm sick of seeing that white, fucking, flaky, pasty chin. <laughs> rather than just... I'd rather see your actual beard. I'm sick of it. It looks like fucking porridge on wow. your face. Wow, wow. I'm sick of it. I am actually Do you need a moment to calm it. down? <laughs> yeah, I think I do, actually. But I'm just like, why are you always painting over that beard? Why? Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Or, I don't or, know babes. or just don't call yourself Danny Beard. Call yourself Danny Smooth Face and then have a smooth face if that's what you really want, Danny. <laughs> that's, not, that's not very catchy, is it, though, Danny Smooth Face? Well, at least it's the truth. I'm sick of being lied to. I'm sick of fake news. I'm sick of rumours. I'm sick of poo stories. <laughs> 
I'm sick of hypocrites. <laughs> well, I think it's time to yeah. <laughs> what being a hypocrite or other hypocrites? I'm tired of being a hungry, hungry hypocrite. Okay. Um, and I'm tired of John Bear and her horrible outfits. So, what do you make of her Celtic warrior look? Uh, I thought she looked really. I thought she looked really pretty. Um, the I don't really. I mean, was was that was the shield a ring or was it a shield? I don't really understand because there was no weapon in the other hand, so that was bizarre. Um, uh, but the makeup was the makeup was beautiful, but like it's still a bit. I don't know. Still, a, I didn't. No, definitely, definitely not. I mean, it was it was clear that of the four of them, two were. Uh, much better yeah I, I i think what happened no actually i know what happened i'll share my factual account i think she had a very awful dress on and then she grabbed something nearby to try and hide it and she found an old broken <laughs> fruit bowl from the bbc that was probably used in an old black adder sketch <laughs> or something and then she picked it up and she put it in front of herself to mask the fact that her dress was not very nice and then tried to pass it off as a shield but I'm not buying it, and I know what you did, Jumbers. Wow! You tried to trick, you tried to trick the world with that broken fruit bowl. But I, I see you, and it didn't look good, and um, it gets my shit of the week. So, Ed, Ed will not be will not be turned. The lady is not for turning, but my stomach turned at this look. Um, then we get the bit, and I think you said this earlier, where they all speak. Um, yeah, it wasn't the best. We get the bit where um, where they all speak to their younger selves. And yeah, usually I find this very boring, but I actually did find it more interesting this time. Mm, I did. We don't need to go through all of them. But I was shocked to learn that Cheddar... No, let's not. ...is ginger, because her boy, little boy self was a ginger boy. Did Rue really cry here, or was that put on? I think she's fake. Although Rue does cry a lot. I think she doesn't often cry in drag, because of her makeup. So I think she often tries to, like, hide that, or it doesn't show very much, because she's covered in so much stuff, and her face is being yanked. Yeah. I really like the quote of her advice to herself, which is be young, especially when you grow up. I thought that was quite poignant, actually. I really liked it. Have we spoke about this before? But I did. Yeah, I like that. About whether the fact that um, is, not that it's important, but is Chetico just, does she have alopecia? Or is she just choose to be completely bald? No, she talked about, she talked about it. There was, um, she had an, ac- there was, there was an accident, like, um, I don't know if you remember, there was a uh, a swimmer called Duncan Goodhue who fell out of a tree one when he was a kid, and his hair all his hair fell out. And I think Are you um, making this up. No, no, for reals. And um, and so a swimmer fell on Cheddar Gorgeous out of a tree. No, <laughs> idiot. Um, something happened. <laughs> it was an, an event, and because Cheddar talked about it, Cheddar talked about it earlier. And um, yeah, it was like so. Something happened. I don't know. Like she doesn't. She didn't go into it, but um, something happened, and then her hair started to fall out. So um, very unfortunate, poor thing. Because she was. She said how how much she loved her hair beforehand. I don't remember that at all. Oh. It was earlier in the series. Well, that was fucking years ago at this point, wasn't it? Do you remember? I was, they were talking about hair, and you and you said you found the whole the whole hair conversation really boring. And I said, and I said, no, I really liked it. And then you said, well, why don't you explain it then in a very catty way? So I did um, in a very non-catty way, and that was part of it. Remember? Do you know what, Sam? I do remember that. And what happened was, I drifted off a little bit during that segment, and then I couldn't say it was good or bad because I hadn't actually watched it. So I said. Oh, it was a bit boring. Let's skip over it. It was boring. Yeah. Um, hoping that it was boring. Um, but now I have been exposed because you have... That's come back to bite you, hasn't it, really? <laughs> because it was actually quite interesting. Bite you she... square on your hairy ass. <laughs> she, she was talking about something that I am actually interested in. 
proved by the fact that I am now asking questions about it. I know. Um, but yeah, I, I had wondered all season and I obviously tuned out at the wrong bit. So that's a lesson to everyone. Stay focused if you're reviewing something because you never know what you're missing. Um, and then I, call, I I liked Jumba's speech, but I was surprised. I liked which said, they're going to call you delusional and you are delusional. But I um, I was surprised that Graham Norton cried because I didn't think it was that sad. Um, I wondered if she was getting wine withdrawal or something. No. Or was it because she's Irish? Is she really related to her? I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it might. It might have been. You mean that's why Graham was crying? I think maybe that. But also, I think you know Graham could have cried once and they used that bit over a few times. <laughs> I know, but it was just a weird time because hers wasn't a particularly sad speech. She just said. Um, she said something like, love your mum and dad because they're the best things that ever happened to you. And it's like, maybe Graham's lost one of his parents recently or something. So maybe that touched him for that reason. Um, no, well, actually, I'm sure you can spread that conspiracy theory as well. I'm going to say it as a fact. Graham Norton's parents both died this week. So um, RIP to them. No, I'm joking. Um, so the, the Eliminated Queens... Oh, no, sorry, not the Eliminated Queens. The winners are back. Vivian Lawrence and Crystal Versace. What did you think of? I thought it, I thought it was pixie polite in the middle. I, I was like, "What's she doing back sat there on a throne?" <laughs> they do look a little bit alike, I have to say. Um, I thought the Vivian looked amazing. Well, was Lawrence? Lawrence had like her legs legs splayed on the chair, like not even sitting in a nice way. <laughs> I know. I, you know how um, at the time I had such a massive rant about Lawrence winning and how I wanted it to be Bimini. With with the benefit of hindsight now, I think Lawrence was the correct choice to win. I don't think it made sense in the season, but I think she has been a great ambassador for Drag Race. And Bimini's oh, Bimini yeah, definitely. has kind of distanced herself from the show and everything. Oh, by the way, Baby. Bimini's more like fashion and all this weirdness. Yeah, apparently... No Baby either, yeah. Bimini apparently doesn't want to be called a drag queen anymore. And then Baby tweeted yesterday saying she doesn't want to be referred to as a drag queen anymore. And then she wasn't in this episode either. Which is quite strange. Oh. So she's dropped, dropped drag altogether? Well, I think it's like... I don't think she stopped drag. I think Arja did this a few years ago as well, where they don't like being called a drag queen and they want to be known as... Like, Arja wants to be known as a burlesque rapper. And I think Bimini just wants to be known as a, as a <gasps> non-binary rock star. And I think sometimes they get to a certain level of fame and they start thinking of drag queen as a... Um, derogatory term, which I definitely do not think that, but each to their own. Yeah, um, of course not. So yeah, it was nice to see the winners. Uh, Crystal, I actually thought Crystal looked the worst. I liked her makeup, but I didn't really like her outfit. Yeah, they have a bit of chit chat, but nothing interesting is said. So at this point of the show, did you think were you confident Danny was going to take it, the win? Did it? Yeah, I think I think it was. Yeah, as I said, as I said at the top of the show, um, at this point, I think you know just. Personality-wise, and the way that she leans into the whole drag race experience, and isn't like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, as I said, I love Cheddar, and she is super otherworldly and etc. But I think you know she has her own place already, and I think this would mean more to Danny. Yeah, um, I was really shocked when Danny won. I have to admit. I mean, we had the Shirley Bassey lip sync. This is my life. I thought that they were both okay everyone was acting like it was a big gag and they were doing amazing i thought they were both just all right but i thought cheddar taking off her clothes wasn't the... you can't really do anything else with this but that but that what they did that's the only thing you could do really well i would use that thing where actors use where you put that thing under your eye and it makes you cry because i think crying to a song like this would really sell it and if you can't do mm. muster up some real tears i would use that stuff I'd, if i went on drag race i'd definitely take that stuff mm. but yeah um it seemed to me like cheddar give a bit of a better lip sync, but she also took stuff off, which doesn't help. And then I was quite shocked when 
Danny got the crown. And that we always say, we always don't like that. And then it was quite anticlimactic. Like Danny won and then they didn't even mention Cheddar after that. And then, um, yeah, I thought it was going to be a double crowning. I must admit, so that would have been a good idea. And then it just sort of ended. Mm, I would have liked that. Yeah. I would have liked it. Because they're both so different. I think that they could, they, could, they could have justified a double crowning, couldn't they? Because they're such different drag artists. And on the UK, they don't have to give them an extra 100 grand. So it doesn't even cost them any money to do a double crowning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, <sighs> an emotional end to the series and it's an emotional end to our series. But I, uh, we talked a bit about the beginning of the show. I think we said everything we needed to. I'm not one for long goodbyes. So I think f- for now, we just click clack it out for the last time this year and hopefully we'll have an update for you guys soon we'll click clack it out thank you guys so much and we'll come we'll come back to you all with exact and we'll come back to you all with some news as and when we get it we promise Uh, click clack click clack (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know why i'm crying click clack